You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We have been talking about the prayer of faith and uh, I want to see if we can wrap it up today. <laughs> it's a desire, but <laughs> you never can tell, right? Hallelujah. The Lord is good. You know, prayer of faith is so significant, it's so powerful. And we have established that this is not, it's not just like other prayers. The prayer of faith is not addressed to God, okay? It's addressed to a situation. So, in, with, with a prayer of faith, you don't, you're not praying the problem. You're not praying about the problem. Sometimes when I hear people pray, and I'm like, <laughs> um, why are you praying about the problem? You know, you say, Lord, you know, um, things have been so hard lately. The devil has been after me all, all, all the year long. And oh, what is that? Are you, are you trying to educate God about your situation or what? Huh? So, and, and, and sometimes that's even that, that kind of approach to prayer doesn't end on a good note. You see, let's say maybe you start that way, but if you end on a better note, on a high note, on a good note, I'll understand that maybe, okay, you started in the flesh, you ended in the spirit, you know. So there's, there's room for that. But, you know, um, the prayer of faith is not like that. So with the prayer of faith, we are dealing more with the, um, with the solution, okay? You're speaking the solution. Hallelujah. You're speaking the solution. So just stretch your hands to me and pray that God will help me this morning. Hallelujah. Say, help him, Jesus. Come on. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. Lord, I trust you this morning for grace, for utterance. Thank you for heavenly assistance this morning. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Let your word come with clarity. Thank you for the anointing. The anointing upon these lips of clay. Lord, I take charge over this atmosphere. I take charge over this environment. I take charge over every soul under the sound of my voice right now. I declare your kingdom. I declare your kingdom over every soul. I declare your kingdom over this vicinity. I declare your kingdom over every family represented here. As your word comes forth, let the power of your kingdom be released, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so the prayer of faith is a prayer that is based on what Jesus taught us in Mark chapter 11. Let's go there, Mark 11, uh, 20, 23 and 24. You know that passage? You love Mark eleven twenty three. Remember the song I, I sang. I don't, want to, I don't want to bore you with that song again. But uh, it's <laughs> I'm tempted to sing it. <laughs> this temptation is so tough. <laughs> Should I yield to this temptation or not? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Right. Jesus said, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. My goodness. Look at what Jesus is saying here, that whoever says to the mountain, many times we, the mistake we make is that we talk to God about the mountain. Instead of talking to the mountain, 
instead of commanding the mountain. So the prayer of faith is a command of faith. It is a command of faith. Nobody will do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. Okay? Yeah, you can do it for a babe in Christ. You can do it on behalf of a babe in Christ. But after some time, nobody can do the prayer of faith for you. Yeah. So if it's for a child, you can do it on behalf of the child. You can speak on behalf of the child, the prayer of faith. But once the person has spent some time and is growing in the Lord, now God expects you to stand on your own faith. God expects you to stand on your own faith and exercise your own faith. Okay, so the prayer of faith, that's why it's important for you to build your faith consistently applying the Word of God, consistently taking in the Word of God. All right, if you don't do that on a consistent basis, you will not grow in faith. And then when it comes to the prayer of faith and you want to do it, you will be ineffective. Because remember I said, it's a prayer that you, 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 you do in faith. You have to be in faith before you pray it. It's not a prayer you pray to get into faith. So, and we know how faith comes, right? How does it come? Okay, does it come by having heard? Okay, does, does faith come by what you heard last week? It's a continuous hearing. So faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. So every day you need to hear to get faith for the day. Okay. Every moment you need to hear in order to get faith for the, for the, for the moment. So faith comes by hearing. The mistake we make is that we expect faith to come from what we have heard. It expires. So you have to remain current. You have to remain constantly in the place where you keep hearing. That is the secret to faith. Okay. So you want to you want <clears throat> you want to pray the prayer of faith. You've been out of the word. You've been detached. You know, you've been detached for for two weeks, for three weeks, and, and then you now wake up and you want to speak to the mountain and say, Mountain, move. Um, and, and, and the mountain will say, Respect yourself. Don't do that again. <laughs> you see, but what you don't realize is that God has given us dominion over the works of his hands in, in, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. So, you already have dominion over the mountain. It's part of the works of his hands. You have dominion over, uh, over situations. God has already given you dominion. But you have to be in the place of faith. Like Jesus. You know? He's just walking. And then, he goes, looks at the tree. He sees this he says, maybe there is fruit there. And he goes there. It had leaves, but it had no fruit. And he says, no man eats from you from this day. Hallelujah. At first, I used to say, Jesus, why were you so angry with that tree? What has the tree done? Yeah, what has it done? You see, it had leaves. It was supposed to have had fruit as well. But it didn't. It was deceptive. Hmm? So Jesus exercised his dominion Amen. at that point Amen. using the prayer of faith. Amen. And then his disciples were shocked. But then Jesus said, don't, don't be surprised. I, I didn't just do this because I'm the son of God. I'm not, I didn't just do this because I'm God in the flesh. Because I know, um, uh, I used to teach in a seminary <laughs> years ago, and, uh, and one of the, the professors, he, he says that Jesus did this thing because, because he was God in the flesh. I'd say, no, 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 that's not right. So that means when, when you listen to people who talk like that, 
it excludes you from operating like that. Because you are not God in the flesh. You see? So that's what that kind of teaching will do. It will exclude you from walking in the unimaginable. It will exclude you from walking in the supernatural. And that's why you need to be careful what you put into your spirit. There are things that paralyze your faith. I don't care how, how many doctorates the person has. <laughs> as long as he's telling you that this is because Jesus was God in the flesh, just switch it off and delete it from your, delete it from your mind, delete it from your brain, flush it out of your spirit quickly before it settles and produces fruit. So not every teaching is supposed to produce fruit in you. Yeah, sometimes you can't help it, you just hear some things. So what do you do? You get rid of them quickly. You flush them out. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So Jesus says, no, don't be, don't be shocked. He said, as surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain. Did he say whoever comes from heaven and says to this mountain? Is that what he says there? No. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things which he says will, uh, will happen, he will have whatever he says. So you can do it. Turn to your neighbor and say you can do it. Hallelujah. If Jesus could do it, you can do it. Because he is the same one that said, he that believes in me, the works that I do shall he do. And greater works than this shall he do because I go to the Father. My Lord. So the prayer of faith is something that needs to be revived in this day and age. We need to revive this. We need to bring it back. We need to dust it from all those uh, theological archives and, and, and museums where they have hidden those things. We bring them out. Hallelujah. And we want to start walking and start operating in this power that God has given to us. Yeah. He says in verse 24, Therefore I say to you, whatever... Things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Whatever. That's an open check. Open check that he gave to you. Okay? And we know there are principles that govern this. There are principles that determine the effectiveness of this. So if we ignore those principles, then we are going to be ineffective. We will just have a very successful um, long exercise. Hallelujah. Shout to the mountain and the mountain will be shouting back at you. Yeah. So, but I want to bring to your attention one of the enemy's strategies against your faith. One of his most useful strategies or successful strategies against your faith is your senses. <laughs> he uses your senses because he has access to your senses. So he, he manipulates your senses. So if you are going to pray the prayer of faith effectively, you need to master your senses. You need to know how to discipline and train your senses. Okay? You can't just wake up, you feel bad, then all of a sudden it's a bad day. What is that? But that's what happens many times. Hmm? Do you know that there are times you feel bad and nothing bad has happened? You just feel bad. How many people have been there? Have you been there? Yeah. I'm just feeling sad. And nothing sad has happened. 
But sadness just comes on you. So what you don't realize is that it is a spirit. And this spirit has been released over the earth. Especially over this pandemic. So it's like, it's like a garment that is thrown on you. It just covers you. And then you lift your head. It's darkness. Everywhere you look, it's dark. You are covered with this garment. It's a spiritual garment that is thrown over people. I'm telling you. Yeah. During the pandemic, the Lord spoke to me about this garment. So Satan has thrown it over, over the peoples. So when you wake up, you look up, you can't see the light. It's shining, but you're looking, it's dark. There are great things God has shown you, but you are looking up. Under this, this dark canopy, you can't see the light. And then before you know it, you start sinking. You start going into the pit where he wants you. Amen? So when you, when you experience that, take action quickly. Tell your neighbor, take action quickly. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't wake up now and say, oh God, but why, why am I feeling like this? God will say, why do you allow yourself to feel like that? You see? So you have to, you have to Confront that thing. You have to speak to that, that covering of darkness that has come upon you. Speak to it. There are times I've seen, I've seen a dark cloud over some people. And whenever I see that cloud over someone, I know what is going on in that person's mind. I know what is going on in that person's mind. You know? So if you don't rebuke it, <laughs> there was a day in our former place uh, at Devena, uh, I was talking to one of the sisters, uh, one, of our, one, of, one of our members. I was just sitting on the staircase talking to her, and then I just look, hey, there's a dark cloud over you. I say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that thing. And you know what she said? I have been feeling suicidal. Yeah. You see? So I've been feeling like dying. That's what that thing came to bring. So you, if you don't, if people don't know how to do the, use the prayer of faith, the enemy will get them. Not everything is emotional. Not every emotion you feel is emotional. Are you getting me? There are some emotions you feel that are spiritual. They are projections from the realm of darkness. So you need to rebuke them. You need to cast them out. And say, get out in the name of Jesus. But if you surrender to it, it will take over. Yeah. I've been there, so I know exactly what it is. I know what it is. And the longer you allow it, the stronger the grip. The stronger the grip. Then it will now get to a point that you need deliverance. But you can deliver yourself. Amen. Because you are a king and a priest. Amen. Hallelujah. So, by the time after rebuking that, things change. Now, there was nothing in the natural that changed. <laughs> That's why in Isaiah it says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. 
So there's a spirit that comes upon you and then suppresses you. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. But you need to use the prayer of faith to counteract it, to command it, to crush it, to cast it out. Let it go back into the abyss. Hallelujah. It doesn't belong here. Come on. Yeah. So when you get into your house and you just start feeling gloomy, hey, 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 where's this coming from? I mean, goodness and mercy follow you. Where is the goodness and mercy? Why are you feeling like this? Come on, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Where is this, where is this feeling coming from? You need to identify things. Need to, you, listen, you need to be spiritual. If you are going to walk in victory, you need to be spiritual. Open your eyes. Don't be naive. Don't listen to what everybody is saying and you think that that is the right diagnosis for your situation. No, it's a spirit. Deal with it. Hallelujah. I know there are some cases where there are um, uh, psychological matters. But I'm telling you, a lot of, there is a spirit that has been released by hell over the nations. And they are active. Looking for victims. Don't allow yourself to be a victim. They are looking for who to devour. They say, um, how does he put it? Be sober, be vigilant. You know what soberness means, right? Be sober. You need to be alert. You need to be watchful. Be sober, be vigilant. You need to be on the lookout, don't let your guard down. Don't let your guard down. Because that's what the enemy will use against your faith if you allow him. And then you start getting to a point where you start doubting God. And you start thinking, oh, but if, if God is real, how come? You know, and God is saying, if, if only you could... Take a stand. If only you could exercise the authority. Look at what I did in raising Jesus from the dead. Look at how I disarmed principalities and powers. Look at how I destroyed the enemy. Hmm? Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. Do you know why he's seeking? Because not everyone is devourable. Yeah, not everybody. And that's why I always say, my case is different. Come on. My case is different. I'm not devourable. And I refuse to make myself devourable. Yeah. So you make up your mind and say, I'm not going to be devourable. Amen. Hallelujah. Be sober. Let's read it in the Amplified. If you have it in the Amplified, let's read it. See how the Amplified puts that verse. My Lord and my God. He says, be sober, well balanced, and self-disciplined. Can you see? Come on. Can you see that? So there, there is need for some discipline if you are going to walk right. If you are going to walk in victory. If you are going to maintain your, your, your posture of victory. There is need for some self-discipline. Amen. Yeah. You need to be well balanced in your thinking and assessment. Don't allow the enemy to lie to you. And to come and tell you that no, you are a victim. You are a victim. You are defeated. You are down. You can't rise. You can't help yourself. You can't. You can't. Can't you see? Can't you see how low you are? Can't you see? That's how he talks. And those are demons speaking to you 
But you don't, you think it's your own thoughts, but they are projecting them to you. They are projecting them to you. All right? And you say, oh, you know, but the Bible says, hey, wake up. Be sober. You're not drunk. Be sober. Be sober. Be vigilant. Be well balanced. Be disciplined. Even in your mind, your mental discipline is important in this age. Amen? Yeah. Be alert and cautious at all times. At all times. Even when you don't feel spiritual, be cautious. Even when you don't feel strong, be cautious. Because guess what? In your weakness, you still have authority. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. In your weakness, you still have authority. Do you know, do you know, okay, let's look at, think, think about it this way. A policeman, yeah, in his uniform. The moment he puts on his uniform, whether he has a flu, whether he has COVID, huh? it doesn't matter, right? Does it affect his authority? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. He might be shaking with fever. But if he does this, you stop. You have to obey. Come on. Yeah. He is shaking. His hand is not even straight. But you have to stop. The authority is effective even when you are weak. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So it's not about when you are strong. Jesus has, has sorted him out for you. Hallelujah. So all you need to do is just stand. Stand in faith and say, in the name of Jesus. So whether you feel spiritual or not, doesn't matter. Whether you are sick, doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Whatever state you are in. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. Hallelujah. Come on. Don't allow the enemy to trick you. Yes. He's going around. See, that enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. Say, it's not me. It's not going to be me. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So the prayer of faith, for you to really operate, you need to learn to deal with your five senses. Okay? Learn to deal with your five senses. What you see, you know that, in fact, let's look at it this way. Biologically, and uh, the scientists in the house can correct me, but when you see something, do you know that that image, that when it hits your retina, it's actually upside down? Am I correct, Doc? Doc, come on, help me. Come on, help me. <laughs> Explain it to us. How? <laughs> on the spot now. Um, when we, I think my son will do better than I. Um, when, we, when we see an object, um, the rays, light rays, you, got, you can only see when there's light. So the light rays from the object which you are seeing comes to your eye. It's, it hits the retina. Um, and um, there is a way your eye sees it upside down. And the rays, the images from the eye are sent to your brain, the cortex. At that point, it is then reinverted again to look normal. So it will, from your eye, 
it's upside down, and then it goes to your cortex, the, the visual part of your brain, and it's then put right. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, so you see, you can't trust just how you see things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, so you, if you trust the way you see things, you can miss God. So, <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So the enemy plays tricks. He plays tricks with us. And he turns things upside down. And you're looking at it. And you are like, oh, you, you think it's over. It's not over. Hallelujah. Allow the Holy Spirit. Allow the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Allow the mind of Christ to interpret what you are seeing to you. Yeah. So some of us are too quick to conclude. You, 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 you listen to the devil's interpretation and you conclude and say, I'm finished. Hey, I thought God would come through for me, but now I know it's over. You see? Meanwhile, you are looking at it upside down. It's upside down. It still needs to be processed. Hallelujah. The process is not over. But you have stopped it. You see how the devil gets us? You are too quick to conclude. So the enemy is so quick to give you an interpretation. And that's the same trick he played with the, with the, with the spies. In the gaze of Joshua, you know, the 12 spies, the, the 10 spies, they said, we are like grasshoppers. You see, you see how they're looking? It's upside down. It's upside down. It's upside down. Except Joshua and Caleb, they said, no, we're well able. We are well able. If the Lord be pleased with us, he will give us the land. You are able. You are well able. Don't believe the lies of the devil. Don't believe him. He is a liar. He is a father of all lies. When he speaks lies, he's speaking his language. Don't believe him. He's lying to you. He's telling you that you are finished. He's telling you that you will never come up. He's telling you that you can never progress. He is lying. He is lying. It's the wrong picture. Hallelujah. So he plays with your vision. He plays with your sights. I'm telling you, you're going to walk this walk, you better master what I'm telling you. You know, there are many times you tell me, you are finished now. You're finished. You loud mouth. Every time you keep declaring things, now I'll see how you get out of this. And when he says that, guess what? That's the time to rejoice. Yes. Hallelujah. That's the time to put on the garment of praise. That's the time to put up your volume. Get your favorite worship song and put it on repeat. Hallelujah. And as it is playing, you keep, you keep dancing. You keep dancing. You feel down, but you're dancing. You feel down, but you're rising up and jumping. Hallelujah. And then you break that thing like that. There is a praise that breaks chains. I'm telling you. 
I want to do a teaching on praise sometime. <laughs> yeah. You cannot be in a charged atmosphere of praise. And then you're down. It's not possible. Try it. Try it. It does not matter what you have experienced. Do you understand? Yeah. It does not. Okay, let's go to Psalm 149. Come on. Hallelujah. Yes. Psalm 149. Yes, it says. Let me not read the whole. It says in verse, let me, let, me, let me read from verse 5. It says, let the saints be joyful in glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, how many saints do we have in the house? Okay, so be joyful in glory. Okay? Let them sing aloud on their beds. You don't feel like getting out of bed, but sing aloud in your bed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sing aloud in that bed. Have you been there where you don't feel like getting out of bed? You don't feel like rising up. You feel like, no, I'm not going out of this room. In that feeling, hallelujah, sing aloud. Don't whisper. That's not the time to whisper. Listen, there are times it's okay to be still and know that I'm God. But there are times to sing loud. Hallelujah. These are warfare strategies. To sing loud. Hallelujah. He says, let the high praises of God be in their mouth. That is the time for a high praise. That is the time for a high praise. When you feel down, praise Him loud. High. Let it be high. High. You know, we, we sang the song, be lifted high. That's the time to lift Him high. Glory to God. He says, and the two-edged sword in their hand. What is the two-edged sword? It's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. You are declaring the Word of God. Even in that state, if you feel depressed, this is your prescription. Take it three times a day. Before meals and after meals. <laughs> Hallelujah. Take it three times a day and let's look for that depressing spirit. The power will be broken. You crush it. You crush it. They can't resist this. Hallelujah. This is to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples. To bind the kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. So when you want to judge the enemy, that's how to do it. Yeah. Instead of you to surrender to those feelings, you need to tell those feelings how to feel. Tell your feelings how to feel. Your feelings are not your leader. You are the leader of your feelings. Are you hearing me? This is critical in this day. And in this age and in this season. When hell has released some demons. Put that blanket over people. 
You wake up, you can't see the light. If you can't see anything, praise. Get your favorite, favorite, intense praise music and put it on. Come on. Just put it on loud. And let it play. Disturb the neighbors. It's okay. Play it. Put it. If you want to put earpod, put it on and put it loud. And then you begin to declare. Hallelujah. You begin to declare. I feel this way, but I have authority. Hallelujah. Though I'm down, but I am up, seated in the heavenly places with Christ. I'm a being in the pit, but I am on in the heavenly places. The feeling is as if I'm in a pit. Satan has simulated. You, 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 you know, in, 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 in pilot's training, they use simulators to train pilots. So the simulator, you know, kind of mimics the environment in the air. So in the simulator, what the simulator does is that the simulator gives you the feeling. It gives you all the things that you will face in the air. And then the instructor will tell you how to respond. When there is a storm, the simulator will create the storm, the stormy um, situation and you are there before the simulator and you have to do the right thing. You know, that's part of how pilots are trained. So what Satan has done is that he has simulated. You know, he has got his simulator and he uses his simulator to play on the minds of people. So he, it makes you think that you are finished. It's a simulation. It's not real. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, it's not real. It's a simulation from hell. Break out of that. Hallelujah. Amen. You break out of that. Use the prayer of faith to speak to that thing. Speak to that feeling. Speak to that situation. Hallelujah. Speak to your mind. Be like the psalmist. Why you cast down all my soul? Why are you cast down on my soul? Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Hallelujah. Don't be cast down. When men, when they say men are cast down, to say to them there is a lifting up. There is a lifting up. God is lifting you up. He's lifting you up out of that situation. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's just begin to bless his name. Begin to bless his name. I'm coming out. Yes, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of that hole. I'm coming out of that mess. I don't care how messy the situation is. I'm coming out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm here to announce your victory. I'm here to enforce, to enforce what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. You are a king and a priest and you have authority and you need to exercise that authority. No one is going to do it for you. No one is going to do it for you. If you don't say no, that means you agree. If you don't say no, that means you agree with the enemy. If you don't resist the enemy, he will not flee. God is not going to chase the enemy for you. You are supposed to chase the enemy yourself. He has given you all the resources. He has given you all the power. He has given you angels to work with you. Use that power. You have authority. Use that authority. Use that authority. Break the chains. Break the chains. Hallelujah. He has simulated bondage and he has put you in that cocoon and you feel as if you are bound. You feel as if the chains are too heavy. You feel as if I can't get out of this situation. It's a simulation. It's a simulation. It's not real. Break out of that. Break out of that. Your mind is being deceived. Break out of that. In the name of Jesus. I command every harassment from hell to cease right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus be loose 
from every every yoke every yoke of bondage every yoke that has been placed over you is broken right now it's broken right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I declare you free free in your spirit free in your mind free in your soul free in your emotions free in your body in the name of Jesus thank you Father thank you Lord I give you praise and I give you glory hallelujah glory to Jesus glory to Jesus lift up your hands say this after me say Father I receive your word thank you for making me a king and a priest forgive me for the times I have failed to exercise my authority forgive me for the times I have accused you wrongly due to my inefficiency and lack of knowledge now knowledge has come your word has brought light I declare right now that from now on I refuse to be a victim I refuse to allow the enemy to play games with my mind I have the mind of Christ I hope for the thoughts of Christ the thoughts of Christ are, mo- are operating in my mind. The mind of Christ is imposed over my mind. I choose to submit to the mind of Christ. And I refuse to listen to the lies of the enemy. From this day forward, his power is broken over my mind. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to surrender to the enemy. I submit myself to you. I submit myself to your word. I resist the devil. Satan, I come against you. Every spirit from hell, I come against you. I resist you. In the name of Jesus, I declare that your powers are broken over my mind, over my body, over my soul. In the name of Jesus, lose your grip right now. In the name of Jesus, I stand in my office as a king and as a priest. I exercise authority over you right now. I have received authority from Jesus Christ. I am seated in the heavenly places with Christ. I exercise authority from my heavenly position. Right now, I crush every opposition. I crush every spirit every power of hell that is working against me in the name of Jesus you wicked spirits your assignment is over in my life from this day forward I become your master you obey me you do what I say because heaven backs me I'm a king in God's kingdom. And you cannot resist the kingdom of God. Your power is nothing compared to the kingdom of God. So right now, I command every spirit, every demon, every harassing spirit, every lying spirit, every tormenting spirit, I command you right now to get out of my life in Jesus name thank you father I receive my victory 
the victory Jesus has paid for. It's mine. 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 Forever. It is mine. I refuse to let go of what I have in Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give him a shout. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Before we go, I just want to pray. If there's anybody you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. The kingdom of God is here. And this is the opportunity to enter into the kingdom. Is there anybody, if you raise your hand, I'll pray for you. Anybody you want to receive Jesus into your heart, or maybe you drifted away and you say, I want to come back. Oh, I see that hand, brother. Okay, I see those hands. Okay. Hallelujah. Just keep that hand up. I want to pray for you. And anybody online you want to do, you want to join, you want to join, I want to pray as well. Just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that he is Lord. I confess that he's my savior. He's my master. Jesus, come into my heart. Bring me into your kingdom. Establish me as a king in your kingdom. I receive your kingdom in my heart by faith right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray, oh God, I pray for these ones who have surrendered to you. Let your kingdom come over them. Oh Father, let there be manifestation, the joy of salvation. Let it manifest in their hearts from this very moment. In the name of Jesus, I break the power of Satan over their lives. I break the power of sin over their lives. I break every bondage over their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.